Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warren Whitlock here uh, with another of my uh, interviews from uh, IBM Interconnect this week. We are all things IBM. And uh, one of the big strategies that I've seen is looking at keywords about big data and some uh, new ways to work on uh, uh, IBM Verge. We talked about one of the things we haven't covered yet is mobile and how important that is to anybody's strategy. I think anybody alive now knows that mobile is growing, and so I have uh, uh, I have Elisa Macklin here. She's the vice president of marketing for the IBM Mobile Enterprise, and. Uh, You've been with IBM for a while, but now you're in mobile. Exactly, yes. I've been, uh, been with IBM for over 25 years, wow. and I've been in a variety of different roles, and most recently in the Smarter Commerce area, which was an area where I could see how rapidly mobile was changing and right. really impacting the way that Right. So one of the reasons I'm so excited about this opportunity here to work with clients on their strategies, their implementations, is that we really see the adoption of mobile technologies truly is changing the way that people work mm-hmm. and the way that people interact with brands. And that is a really important opportunity. Well, you said the, the, the e-commerce background and yeah for sure I've seen it in the accounts I work with where you know, they they didn't know that people were buying things from the phone hardly and then suddenly you know it's a large number of them. and the funny thing is, is we talk to people that are uh, wondering whether or not they need more mobile they're still going to answer the email on their iPhone Obviously, we're all going more mobile. Is there a, are we going to reach a saturation point where where, where we're going to go all mobile? Is there some saturation point where we'll be just partnering? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Talking with a colleague of mine, he pointed out that it's 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 not a device that's mobile. It's the it's the human being who's yeah. mobile. And so, as we experience more and more ability to be able to do the things that we need, either in the workplace or as consumers, because we're leveraging mobile devices, it's going to continue to grow and, and proliferate. And so today. One of the things that is helping businesses transform is to be able to put more decision-making ability in the hands of their employees, moving the knowledge closer to the individual who actually act on it. So we're seeing some great examples here at Interconnect. Comdata is a great example where their application for truck drivers not only gives them that important information that a lot of us take advantage of as consumers, figuring out the fastest way to get from point A to point B, what Comdata does is also provide geospatial information on things like bridge heights. So you got to take into account if you're a truck driver whether you're right. going to be able to... The best to route on a motorcycle is not the same as the one for a truck driver. It, yeah. Exactly. And the drivers can program personal preferences. So we'll also let them know 
what's the best place to stop and eat based on the types of food that they like to eat, lowest prices for gas based right. on the negotiated rates, etc. So that helps the drivers to make the best decisions for them, makes the driver happy, uh, right. but it also makes uh, the company happy because they're making more efficient uh, decisions. Well, it's a recurring theme that I keep hearing that more and more we're doing things that will make people happy if people want. And instead of having to put out, uh, we're talking about, you know, birth uh, coming out, we, we don't need to send out a memo saying, you know, as of the 10th, your access to notes will be shut off. We know that when they have the choice of verse or notes, and I don't know anything about the actual rollout, but I'm guessing they'll, they'll have a choice and, the, and they'll start using verse because it's just so much better. It's just we give somebody an easier, better way to do something, they want to use it. We don't have exactly. To push. And another great example that we'll see this afternoon here at Interconnect is one of our clients, uh, Shiseido, which is the largest uh, cosmetic and skincare company in Japan, has a great uh, mobile application to help their beauty consultants help customers buy the best cosmetics. Now, you probably haven't experienced this, however, yes. you're shopping for lipstick, uh -huh. it's really a hassle to try on, you want to get the best color, but right. you know, to pick up the different colors and wipe them off, try all these right. different shades is, you know, pain. Uh, and so what Shiseido has done is they have an application where their beauty consultant with an iPad uh, capture a picture of the customer and together they can try different lipstick colors on, right. on the uh, the customer without ever having to you know open a, uh, a lipstick to it. likewise with uh, eyeshadow so you can try a lot of colors and when the customer finds yeah that looks good then they go and try on the actual makeup right so it is a great convenience to the customer Shiseido is also uh, able to capture a lot of important information right. about you want to go back to the people that know what you want where you put it in I've, I've seen that I've been an Amazon customer since it started uh, and you know I, I went through a period of time where I was buying a lot of books because of marketing and promotion and things I was working on for other people and the family used the account and it's been better or worse at time now I'm back to everything I'm doing and I've got 20 years of buying books from Amazon and I'll go in and change the recommendation stuff because I want to make sure that tomorrow it's going to surprise me with a book I didn't know about and I, nobody else can do that because it's Amazon's tab. Well, and it's understanding personal preference is really important. And that's one of the things that we really stress is that uh, we call our initiative mobile first because you need to think about the user first. Who's the person that's going to be having that right. experience? So you want to start with you want to start with the user and start your right. design. And you've already told us that I hear mobile first. I think you're thinking about the device first. It's really the mobile person. It's, People are mobile, not it's, device. It's it's the individual, and that's what our uh, big part of what our clients with Apple is about is that the approach that Apple takes is truly understanding exactly what the user needs and making it very easy, which helps the employee be more productive. I, I just saw a startup that uh, been talking about maps, where the guy was riding a bicycle to work every day, and the route always gave him the route that was the fastest. And it would take one or two minutes more to go another direction, but he'd be on tree-lined streets without a lot of traffic, maybe cut through a park, 
that sort of thing, instead of going down the major boulevard, fearing for his life. And you know, and he said when he figured this out, he thought, all, how horrible all this time I've wasted, trying, or the life force I've wasted while I'm trying to save a minute every day, going to work. And so they're working on a, on a way to layer in which is the most peaceful, most quiet, which is the most scenic. Based yeah. on an individual's preference. Right. And that is, that and it is critically important because you need to, need to be able to contextualize and personalize it. So understanding what someone's preferences are and then be able to apply that in context. I'll give you a great example. One of the uh, great innovations for mobile marketing is being able to give people marketing messages when it's going to be relevant to them. So for example, you might be passing by your favorite pub and so they send you a message that says, you know, come on in and, and have your second beer free. Right. It's a great offer, except if you receive that push message when you're walking by at 9 a.m. on your way to work. Right. In that case, it might be relevant to you, but it's not in that particular context. Right. And so that's one of the things that is really important for enterprises to think about, is they, they, they need to really think about four things in developing uh, mobile applications. That's first, how do you create a mobile application that you can continuously improve? So one of the things that uh, you need to be thinking about is how do you get feedback on your app? How do you pull in that sentiment analysis, understand if it's being used, what are the issues that people might have with it, and improve it? Because people, whether they're employees or they're consumers, are not going to use an app that is not delivering value to them. And just, they'll just stop people. So continuously improving is very important. And you need to be able to contextualize, personalize, uh, because that increases relevance. You need to be able to do so securely. So security is critically important for, for an app ability to target. And to be able to enrich your data. And so when we talk about how you contextualize and how you personalize, being able to pull both the systems of records and customer information into that application, as well as information that is behavioral, that it's outside the firewall, to create a complete picture of that image. That's what's really going to make a difference. And so one of the things that we work with with our clients is how do you bring these things and how do you uh, how can you do that at scale? Because one of the biggest challenges that companies have right now is that they are you know, tremendous backlogs of mobile apps. Many, yeah. many companies have you know, a backlog of 20 plus. So how do they create them and get them into the hands of their employees or get them in front of, of their customers more quickly? And that's something. Right. I just saw the, the think tank wall this morning and noticed putting up post-it notes of uh, what they'd like an app to do. Uh -huh. And a couple of them were funny and I stopped and looked at that and uh, uh, <laughs> if I put up one there, I'd want an app that got rid of the apps that I don't use. <laughs> Hit them all away or, had, or brought the right thing up when I needed it. Um, and, and I'm thinking about driving again. Well, the first time I got a GPS, I fully remember taking a turn, it was a wrong turn, the, the nice lovely female voice told me that I was that I needed to take a U-turn, and I said thank you, and didn't even think about talking to it. And 
And then about, you know, the third time that happened, I know, don't tell me, it's what's going through my head. And I, you know, I've long since stopped yelling at the GPS and, and just, it, you know, know that it's going to get it wrong. But if I take that right turn every day on, you know, on Route 3 and I turn off to the, to the right, it needs to learn that and know that and predict a better route for me and not bother to tell me to go left. Yeah, so, so pulling in that, that insight that's created by the experience, knowing, right. knowing what you like. And it's interesting you were talking about, you know, an app to get rid of all those extra apps you downloaded. It's very interesting that people will download apps, but they'll quickly either get rid of them or ignore them if right. they're not using it. And, and the average person maybe uses three to four apps with regularity. Right. And so what chief marketing officers are beginning to realize is first that increasingly their brands are experienced through mobile. Mm -hmm. So when you think about how brands are defined, they're often defined by a mobile experience. And Consumers will very quickly move on, and if there is, they don't like the experience, they don't find what they, they need right away, and 50% of consumers will leave the application right. if they're concerned about security, if there's been a security breach. So, mobile experience is becoming very, very important to brands, and then when you think about shelf space, to your, your comment, you know, when you think about going into stores and you know how important shelf space is to brands, yeah. your mobile device is shelf space. And right. if you are, you know that the consumer is only using three to four with any frequency, you've got to make sure that your app is one of those. Right. Or 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 don't bother because you're actually hurting yourself. I know I get a lot of apps. I I do social media things, and so I'm every time there's a new thing. Especially my big thing is C CRM. If I can get anything that's going to help me manage contacts between yeah. the applications or anything like that, yeah. I'm going to give it a try. And of course, you have to go log into all of the apps that you have. All the places. What do you mean you don't have Twitter? You know, how can I use this if I can't use Twitter? Because I'm, I wrote the first book about Twitter. That's my big thing. And you know, it's actually I use Facebook and LinkedIn as much, but Twitter's what I'm known for. Is well, I got to be able to find out. You know, I really would like an app to know whether or not I know the person on Twitter, and it's anything else. But before I could find out any of that stuff, I've got to go through three or four screens of thumbing in my name. I'm an old man with bad eyes. I don't want to do that. I want to click one button and then it goes out and reads some data that I have. And my password manager doesn't work with the with Safari. It won't, won't work with some of most of the Chrome. I have to go into the password manager and get its browser to try to do something. And by that time, a lot of apps that were probably really good, I never got to try because it was like just too much hassle to log And you forgot where you started yeah. at that point. You know, that's kind of like most of my questions in the interview, and thank you for playing along. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting that one of the things that we increasingly expect is that our apps are drawing in insight from other apps. That's, right. that's another thing that is critically important when you're creating an app is how to get those, those APIs that are going to bring in third-party services right. so that you can, you can embed uh, Google Maps within an app. You right. can embed Twitter within an app. Right. You can access that information because the more that you can do that, 
the more that you can guarantee that shelf space. Because if you, you have right. that, those apps that you described, you have to you know put in uh, different uh, passcodes. You have to go and say, oh gosh, you know now I've got to cut and paste this information from Twitter because I can't access it from here. It, and even if even a person like I, you know, I use every day. I'll use at least ten. So and I have hundreds of apps on every device, and I have iOS and Android, and and you know, and the, I use every different format. And I just expect things to work, and um, uh, you know, even with all that, and get and then the getting stuck and everything. There's times when I just don't know what to do next. What do I do? It's not about getting the to be the top three apps with me. It's like I want this app on the phone because I like what it does, and then at some point, if I need it, I know where I can go find it. Um, and so there's a there's some different use cases. I think that shelf space is important, but that's going to be just one of the things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I have something that fires off every time or makes Facebook app work better, I'm going to love the company that got that to me, and I need to be reminded in some way and pay attention. But maybe you send me an email once a week, summary. You know, here's what we did to make Facebook better for you. Yeah. And, Buy and, this. And for you. That's that's your profession. That's yeah. that's your work. And so right. for you to be able to be more productive, being able to get that insight that you need so that you can act right. more quickly is critically important. Yeah, I literally put off doing things in business because the app wasn't in the right place. And you know, we all get so lazy. I mean, I'll be sitting in sitting at my computer. It's on. I have the phone, and I realize that iOS this is an Android phone, and and I and iOS. Uh, uh, on the iPad, is got just the app I want to use, but it's in the other room, and I'm upset that I can't get everything that I want where I want it all the time. We quickly go from, well, wasn't it nice that the voice said something to, I got to shut off that annoying voice, and I, I know I can't use navigation when the wife's in the car. She doesn't want. That's her job to tell me where to go. Cut <laughs> off. And so we we quickly adapt and say we don't want things. We want things. And the better you are at, at getting to that, the better your people are going to use, however it is, whether it's top three or one of a dozen. or Because the innovation cycle changes so quickly. What our expectations are you know, with the device changes about every three months. Right. And so you have to be able to adapt and adopt much more quickly. Yeah, it's cycle. amazing how many apps I see that are like, we don't have that yet, but we're going to get that. And we're like, well, I've been using it two years. Uh, you, know, it's like, you, you were kind of past need. You know, either it works today, I download it, or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I'll make my decision based on that. Uh, are you now able in the in the things coming up to to do rapid iterations and yes. pivot fastly? Yeah, one of the big announcements that we made here at Interconnect was the new Google First uh, platform. And what that helps... Uh, this time we're not talking about people because we're not going to pivot to people. <laughs> I'm sorry, we were talking about mobile first right, before right, right, the right. people. Well, that was a callback, people. That was a, an attempt at comedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it continues to be all about the user and, right. and, 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 and putting power in the hands of the uh, people because we want to help companies very quickly innovate. So with a mobile first platform, what you're able to do is you can use any device, so whether you develop natively on Apple, whether it is a hybrid implementation, whether it is a web, HTML5, any app, 
whether it's new, whether it's existing, you are able to quickly pull in services that help that continuous, continuously improve by looking at sentiment analysis and the app store understanding, gosh, we were at five star app and now we're only four. What's, what's happening, understanding uh, the struggle, understanding what the issues are, and then that allows you to more quickly pull in those services. Well, and, and we know from security issues and such, you need to be able to respond right now when something happens, it's what's expected. I don't think they've come up with a time period too small that people don't want to pass. Exactly. And they want and they want to know of, know things. I, I want you to predict when I'm going to have a security threat. I want to forget what predict what my phone's going to need, and you know let me know and let me still have control. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things you want to make sure if you're an enterprise with uh, any amount of applications, you want to make sure that uh, they're secure and there aren't other organizations that can replicate that that app. One of the um, uh, one of the clients that we've been working with is a uh, railroad in China, and they have such high volume that they had the threat of mimicking their app and selling tickets on a fake oh. application. Oh, yeah. And so uh, IBM Mobileverse Protect, which is the Mass360 uh, security application, uh, now ensures that no one can spoof or make a replica of that particular app and that's right. going to be increasingly important for oh, yeah. companies to do. I, I talked to somebody who was working on a on a code that apparently is on Samsung phones. I don't know how widespread the standard is, but he explained to me that the, the need for logging in and having a password was that they're going to be able to know the device so well and they talk about the money uh, he was using Netflix for that he was in the video delivery business. And he said that uh, you know Netflix has people sharing accounts. It's a big loss to them, but more concerned about the fact that they don't know what's being used and they're annoying the users that are legitimate. Because yeah. I'm happy to constantly log in and tell Netflix that I'm on a different device. And is that the same device? And did you buy a new phone? All that kind of uh, stuff. And that yeah. these identities are coming to where it's going to be embedded in a chip and an algorithm where. Can't, can't lose it. That would be so great for buying tickets or something. Now I know for sure that I'm the only person that can buy tickets on my account because I only use this device and it's smart enough to help me change the device. But, uh, I imagine I'm waiting in line to get on a train in China. The last thing I want to be doing is remembering the password. Yeah, especially when it's a big festival and it's a crowded train. And oh, you yeah. Get on that one, uh, you won't be getting on the next few. Right, right. So, great. And it, it really comes down to some common kind of things because it's not that the, it used to be that you, your data and the app were going to be so unique, so special, and lock people into your walled garden. Today, it's just can you do what people expect and do a good job of it and, and build a relationship where people expect you to do that. So, and if people want the right thing in their mobile, where where do somebody, if somebody's listening and says, "Hey, I need more of IBM in my mobile," where, where do they go? Is there a website or a place to get started with that? Absolutely, IBM Mobile First is our is our website. Okay. And there, now, is it a mobile IBM Mobile First dot com or is it IBM dot com slash mobile? It's ibm.com slash mobilefirst, okay. and so or you can just, mobilefirst is one word, if you put that in your browser, uh, IBM mobilefirst, you'll come right to the, uh, the site, and what you'll find there is an explanation of how we can help 
transform okay. applications and how we can help better engage and that's Good. a lot of our portfolio so, marketing. And you're working on you're working with people that are doing things like the better way to ride a bike to work kind of app or is it just enterprise? What's the range? Uh, we are working with a variety of different size companies, including right. very large enterprises. Most of the clients that we work with have already started on their journey. Uh, right. Some are very mature, and we're working with some of them. We're helping them define their own strategy. Great. So whether uh, a organization is, is just starting, setting their right. mobility strategy, or they're very mature and they need to accelerate it, we can help. So starting, starting off, they have an idea and it's not happening, rather than going to some mobile developer and wasting a lot of time and money coding, it makes sense to talk to somebody who understands enterprise strategy to start out with. And, and really thinking through your strategy, because if you're a very small company and you can, you know, you've got one app that's good enough, that, that might be fine. But what companies are seeing is that as they grow, they have an increasing need to add applications quickly and secure those applications. And very importantly, what even some very large companies are finding out right now, is it's easy to create an app that has the basic function that you need. Then when you start, start to need to tie it into your back-end systems, right. into your customer databases, uh, it's a lot more difficult, you need a lot more security and you need a lot more speed in order to be able to do that. So that's one of the things. I, I have a friend that, that does mobile app development, for, you know, and he's been in, in coding and whatnot for years, and he knows all sorts of things. And he explained to me that, you know, quite often somebody will start up one and write an app, they'll go find an app developer. Mm -hmm. And that may, person may be good at UI, or they may be good at database, right. but, the, you know, are they both? Rarely. Right. And then I'm only naming two, he had five when he told me this. Um, and, and it makes sense that if you're going to scale and do something, you don't make a, a, an app and then go back and have to re, re-architect it from the beginning. I'd say data is one of those things. Data and security are probably things you've got to start with to make sure. They're, they're, very, they're very important to build yeah. in, and in order to scale. Right. And it may not quite be as quite as sexy as the UI, but you, you don't make a UI and then try to hook something onto the back. Go the other way around. It's it's best to think about it holistically. Holistically. Definitely. Well put. <laughs> so it's IBM.com slash mobile first or type in mobile first and IBM and you can't miss it. Right. Great. Thank you so right, much. Thank for being you today. so much. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.